Welcome back to Australia Survivor Talking Tribal. I'm Chrissy Zaremba from Blood vs Water and no, I still don't know what get your rocks off or <laughs> go pick your sticks up means, but lucky for you, I am here with expert, Survivor expert, Shannon Gus, looking gorgeous, Shannon. What, this is, this lips fire. How come yeah. I, I never get lipstick? You just have to ask Yeah, them. I want lipstick. Yeah, just tell them. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And, and my <laughs> gorgy Georgie, New York Times' favourite manipulate. Oh. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm just excited. I feel so relaxed sitting in the big girl chair. I feel like more important than you two. I didn't get fired. Oh, thank you. <laughs> We're back. I'm glad here. to see you this. back. Let's do this. <laughs> what a massive week. But let's take a look at this clip. Viola is definitely trying to break us apart right now. I think it's a really stupid move because when somebody tries to break apart a mafia family, you organise a hit. You know what I love about that? Wow. She's doing our job. She's saying whether it's a good move or not. I'm like, I think we decide. She's right, though. She's right. It was a stupid move. And I, so. I want to I go here. I want to give Caroline, our sweet Caroline, some love for being and becoming an absolute mafia boss woman. But before we do, I need to ask you too, because I don't yeah. know. Red bikini, 19 abs. Did we get rid of this muscle too fast or are we stoked that Caroline took a shot? I think we're probably going to have to ask Twitter if it was too soon. And look, yeah. she was my winner pick. Devastated to see I Viola know. go, mm. but... I was critical of Kirby last week for breaking up the mm. Rebels and I'm critical of Mark and the Vs for breaking up and being so transparent about wanting to break up the Titans because in a different world, the other tribe just comes and swallows that tribe whole. Now they're on even yep. footing because they both did it. Yep. But I don't agree with it and I you, think that... You with, still don't... You're yeah, still not well, happy. Well, yeah, I'm, I feel like so critical. This, this season you're being been, mean this, to our girl. This, this is the first rookie season in a while. I feel like we've seen some of those errors. We've seen a lot of big gameplay. These are such awesome characters. But yep. for Caroline to read Caroline. that hit, yeah. to hit back, do it so well, get in the, the girls and Rihanna and Sarah, just I am super impressed with it. I think for me, Chrissy, it's not necessarily about who went home, it's about what Caroline did. I couldn't be more delighted that sweet Caroline turned into the mafia boss. And she talks about taking out the boss and she sensed the threat that was coming from V in particular and Mark and, Mark. and she struck first. Sometimes in Survivor, if you take that first shot, you can put your foot on the accelerator and really take charge in the game. Yeah. And I hope she starts running people over. It was so, so much oh. fun. Well, that, well, that's so what you... Savage. I feel like with, with Shawnee, Shawnee had was thought thinking about... And she was like, we'll, we'll wait a little you bit. You can sense it. Was, it yeah. Honestly. Well, how can you sense it? You just can because Survivor's like a 24-7 game. And if Caroline... She comes onto this new tribe with Mark and Viola, and she was suspecting it. We heard it last week, and we discussed a little bit about it, why Mark and Viola didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. Mm. But if Caroline's spidey senses are saying, something's not right here in terms of the dynamic, they were all aligned, let's not get that wrong. Yeah. But she sensed it. We, we don't see every single conversation that happens at night. Maybe Mark wasn't talking to her like he used to at the initial part of that original Titans tribe. Because yeah, they go quiet. And speaking you of quiet, Eden. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Where's Eden? What's happening? I'm frothing this guy. I loved him. He was mm. like my pick and you guys didn't let me. Eden was amazing. <laughs> what are you holding on to? Pulling me out again. We didn't do anything No, to you. but I wanted Eden to get more love. But where's Eden? What, why Eden he hates with us. Mark? We don't know the godfather. Eden mm. is yeah, like oh. our ultimate hater right now. I think he's, he's really, uh, he's we have to get back that. in his good books. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I thought Eden was good this week. Like I'll get, you know, kind of back into that with him because I feel that he, he, he says paranoia can be a superpower. And I mm. think we saw this week, the positives of that, like in this move, while he was again, being a little wishy-washy, Caroline didn't like that. And I'm a little bit afraid about the affect, but bringing in Jaden, 
And I like how Caroline really used that to bring him in and create that trust. She's like, I, I knew, like that idea. I knew this was coming. Is something else happening? Okay. Kia and Caroline and the girls want to vote V tonight? Okay. Yeah. Would you be on board for that? Are you on? Is that what you want? I'm asking you. Would you be on board? Because I feel like you love this move. I really did because yeah. I felt like it doesn't feel like it's not numerically necessary and it could be bad because he could blow it up, but they read Jaden Wells that Jaden will never do that. No, and he's a number that they can pick up, that they do pick up, that will protect them even through to the next vote. So I thought it's that kind of fear, even in this to have four instead of three and to yep. move forward into the eight with that strong four. Like, why not pick up a number like that? So I thought that was great. You didn't it. like it. I have a different take. So I really like it when players take charge of the game and yep. start controlling their own destiny. And I think from Eden's perspective, he wanted V to get voted out of the game. But what happens next? I think that's the missing what piece happened? of the puzzle for mean? Eden. So what happens next <laughs> in Eden's mind, In well, I'm sure we'll get to it later on in this, yeah. in this episode, he's basically lost Mark and Mark's trust for good. If I were Eden... I would have given Mark the heads up. Mark no, has the what? idol. Mark would have played it for V. Oh, my God. And then he still could have balanced that oh, original Titan alliance dynamic between Caroline and Kitty. Caroline, well, and one of them would have been gone. Not necessarily if you control it. If you see Eden walks up to Jaden and tells him what to do, Eden can start putting the votes where he wants, on Alex or Re or Sarah. No. He couldn't. If he comes to Mark and uh -oh. it's like, they're coming for you, then the war is on, then Mark has the heads up, then Mark... Playing and the Mark idol on knows v, Eden's and loyal, Caroline is and gone. who's in control of the tribe? Mark. It's Eden. Mark it is in, no, Eden. Mark's in control of the tribe. Eden just lost a number one ally in either Caroline or Kitty, and he like the the middle aged mafia win this vote. He's a big part of that. He is in control of that now with the three. Now for Mark, Mark should feel protected that he was by Eden, and I've kind of seen that protection across the aisle. So that's what Eden's done, and then he's brought in other votes so that Mark has yeah. to rely on him because mm -hmm. the middle aged mafia have the numbers. Like I don't think that he. It's unfortunate that he has to turn against Mark, but I think Mark has made that necessary. Mm. And then, of the way he's uh, yeah, the because he was turning yeah. on Caroline, mm. who's like Eden's, you know, key ally. The yeah. grand irony in all of this is V wanted to strike on Caroline, and Mark was coming her down. Mark was saying, "Now's not the yeah, time. Not the Let's time. hold together ready. and hold on." Yeah. It's a shame that we lost her. She was such a, she not just a Rabs, good. but she was a and fun character. Yeah, you just <laughs> and, you know, that, that you hot red name, bikini. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it, it was like V was right. Mark needed to listen to V and she might still be in the game. I feel like a little bit happened there. Mark's judgment of yeah, the politics his, was his wrong, running of the which is surprise. Correct. Correct, Chrissy. Mm -hmm. His closest ally, which we realise now was V, yeah. said, let's strike now. Let's do it. He, he said didn't no, listen. and V yeah. goes Well, home. you know what it was? It was listen a half measure me. because they were going to strike. They put it out there even to the guys last week. I thought that that was a bridge too far. They didn't realise how transparent they'd been. So it was like yeah. a half strike, and then the others got the jump on them. And, but even if they'd wanted to turn, I don't think they have that numbers because Caroline and Kitty lock in so well on the girls. You can see Caroline Kitty being well. like maternal. Kitty. 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 Oi, oi, Kitty, can we just circle yeah. the Kitty for one second? Mm. <laughs> Kitty needs a little rap here. She I'm was good in this. Hosting. Oi, oi, Kitty. Oh. Best, yeah. <laughs> can you say oi, oi? Can you swear? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Wait, I okay, okay. I just want, you lost me a little bit at V because now I, want, I just want one minute for Val. I need to talk about Val and how she managed, you know, coming over. She needed to make a space. She needed to be something, and she took over the reins as the chef. Do we love Val? Were you the chef? Yeah, I was a chef. I yeah. did that purposely just to get to the boys' bellies. Like that's the way to any man's heart. And mm -hmm. I love that Val came in 
she knew she was in trouble. Like she was, you know, a little bit nervous and straight in she starts cooking. She's got that pretty face and that sexy ass accent. I love it. Did, <laughs> I don't did know you, you can love sexy ass? Did I say sexy ass? I, I look at it like this. Sexy ass aside, Chrissy. Sorry. No, I said sexy accent. Oh, okay. No, um, you said sexy ass accent. Yes, cut. cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back. Action. So Val's move <laughs> to become the chef. Is it clever? Come on. I feel like it was really clever. I'm going to be a cook. Tonight, yeah. I guess I'll look after dinner. Yeah, she's oh, awesome. And then the boys are good for fire. I'm going to be hospitable. Everything I learned for 31 years, how to cook rice and beans, I'm going to use it right now, right here. Oh man, you've got no idea. It's so much nicer here. Oh, thank here. you so much. Wow. So I don't have any water, but if we pour some water, it will be cleaner. Can I please have one? Yeah, of course. Thank I'm you so much. Food politics is very interesting. So, so we interesting. saw last week Sweet Caroline was maybe dictating Nazi. who could eat yeah. and how much, <laughs> and that didn't go down well in that tribe. So Val did but the complete opposite. Val takes yes. charge immediately, puts herself in the power broker position, as we see in yeah. that war that keeps heating up between Ferris and Kirby, and literally is feeding people. And what, do you, what happens when you, when you have dinner with your friend Shannon? Chatting, bonding. Well, you're and assuming I have friends. Of course, <laughs> we've had dinner. We've had dinner at your house. Dinner? We but went to a sushi restaurant. George got like 14 plates of sushi, and I got like just, two plates of sushi. After Survivor, it's just a problem. <laughs> and I'm not mean to eat shape. But it's a it's a conversation starter. And what I really it's like about Val this week is you can tell she's got a political science degree. She understands what makes people tick. Food is one of those things. And it's a hard job out there. So I learnt from the greatest in the game, Carney Boy, and I was watching because I knew, well, we're going to get rid of him soon. <laughs> Someone's going to need to cook this. You're like, he's like, why are you yeah, trying like, to right, learn so how many you're minutes just like, all right, so I just need to know. And how do you, and then, like, how do, you do that? Was, and what do you? It must have yeah. been like, is this something happening? Because I was, I was knee deep. I'm like, just in case you're ever not minutes. here. Just in case. Just in case. How do you I cook those little know. potato things? Yeah. Not potato. With a rice crisp? I don't know. Rice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. He did George like a crunchy I just boiled <laughs> rice and beans. <laughs> Episode 8 of Titans vs Rebels was wild. Let's take a look at this clip. I listened to what we said. Like, I listened to what, you know, our discussion. And, um, like, it was just really good to remember, like, how things were, you know. And I think, like, we what had we, a, What we had. Yeah. 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 Right had, from day one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, we just get yeah. a bit jealous, you know. We get a bit jealous when you're like... Because I was like, well, you're spending so much time with me. Yeah. Like, always with me, every day chatting with me. And yeah. I understand what you were doing. But yeah. I was like, oh, just made me think, oh, maybe Mark's like, yeah. maybe like he's trying, I don't know. Gotta just made, did, put, put, the 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 put the doubt in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want really to. I just really like you. Look at his face, Chrissy. I know. Look at that face. He's steaming. That is and a forgiving man. He's <laughs> mad. He's mad. We've he's got to read fuming. this. It's just like. I struggle to wonder what is going through Caroline and Kitty's minds. For this part, I oh, was... I know what's yeah. going through it's their minds. You try to turn on us. You failed. We turned on you. Maybe you're just really sorry about what you did. That's what I would feel. Maybe that's what, yeah, so... But they, they're going deep. They're saying, you know, we were jealous. You guys were getting so close. Like, were they naive to think he'd fall for that? I think it's like, what 
what do you expect someone to do in a situation like that? Yeah, OK. I would expect Mark to be furious. If I'm sitting on the beach <laughs> and I see that face where he's just gone <laughs> like this... He could just trying to, okay. He's trying to keep his emotion together. Yeah. Like, you've got to tell yourself, this person is not happy right now. We have to finish the job. It's but him next. I'm with you. But I'm with you. did you not keep Liz for the entire time after you cut Shawnee? And I knew Liz would work with me because that was her incentive to keep playing and get far in the game. All right, but... Then and it's a different situation. It's a very, very similar situation. Not we, really. It's pretty similar. No, no, the no. One, number one not. ally, yeah. icon, Twitter loves her. I'm seeing a lot of similarities. I don't... Look, I, the, <laughs> it's, a, it's a time and a place, Shannon. That's true. And then it's Everything's the other so moving parts in the game. I think in th this situation... Mark has the pool to face. do stuff, and then we have the shit show that is the scramble. Yeah, I mean he doesn't really the have the pool. I mean, well, Chrissy, you as well. I mean, you had the opposite where you had your loved one literally voted out. They can talk about Tobias, Viola, like yeah, you had someone geez. that you'd known for more than two weeks. Yep. So I had it. Croc yeah. and yeah. Sammy literally blindsided with Jesse and took him out of the game. But it's delivery. I know I keep barking on about this. The girls here have tried to go with this. It's nearly. To me, it's nearly condescending because I'm like, he's not going to buy this. Mm. But for Sammy, she came to me. She'd literally just taken him out of the game. I even said, can he stay for me? I'm out. I don't want to be here if he's not here. Like, I literally asked That the actually producers. is what they did in the original Blood vs. Water. Did you know that? You Shannon. could swap. Yeah, did you know that? Know All right. that well, no, in the original Blood vs. Water, they had Redemption Island, so the person voted out would go there and then the loved ones could swap with them if they wanted. So you could have done this that. This is what I asked And for. then we would have been robbed of you. No offence to Croc, but I'm glad that that oh, wasn't allowed. I wouldn't be such a screw loose now if they let me leave then. But back, circle back. So my theory is Sammy came out and she literally had just done this blindside. I had no idea. He even took my idol with him. And she said, be nice, leave her alone. She needs a minute. She's allowed to be sad. We just hurt her feelings. So instead of me going, right, she's dead, because I could have dictated what was going on back at home, I was like, all right, Benny, you're going to go. But you hadn't been coming for Sam. So I think that's yeah, the that's difference. Fair. Is like yeah. he honestly, like I love Mark so yeah. much, and he has no, but he has no right to be so upset. And like then, for I felt like this whole episode was not it for Mark. No, I felt like it was. He might so, be making an appearance. Well, here, I know, mm. I know why Mark wanted to do this. Why he wanted the revenge so badly. It was so he could say V for Vendetta in the voting booth, which was such <laughs> a great line. V for Vendetta. But I think he might have been motivated by that incredible conversation. Oh, I'd, I'd want to say that too. I, I felt like, you know, you go back to the middle age mafia with your tail between your legs, you've been caught with your hand yeah. in the cookie jar, we're missing yeah. all the metaphors, and you're very, very sorry. And is it a good position? No, but you work yourself back from mistakes you've made where you half turned against them and you lost the war. But instead yeah. he goes for it. He doesn't have the numbers. No. And Caroline and Kitty, I felt, it protected so well. While mistakes were made in this episode, they protected, they'd really got the girls in, which showed how much they'd won that war to begin with and to Kitty the point again. where the girls didn't Kitty want to swap. Got the girls they, in, she like, really did, yeah. That trust that was happening there, but it's still, like, where's Eden? I'm... Eden's the one who changed the split. You're really honing on an yeah, Eden this I know, week. because I feel like Where's I'm not Eden? getting enough Where's of Eden? my Eden. Chrissy's new segment. Where's Eden? Yeah. Eden's the one who changed Where's the whole Wally? split. Can I, love this. can I just say, crazy to split with Mark and Alex who've just been blindsided. Mm. I, if I were the middle-aged mafia, would have been taking Alex out, possibly putting the two girls on a Mark split, keeping the girls, especially someone like Sarah, who love them so much that they don't want to turn on them in the face of all reason, even when all the information comes to them that the, clearly the middle-aged mafia And they're getting the them. information. Like, yeah. this is wild. They're My... getting spoon-fed this information. So, for me, the fact that they would discard the girls yeah. over Mark, 
especially Alex, I thought was not the right tack, but because they protected so well, they get away with it, and yeah. I want to credit them on that, but I would have taken yeah, a very but, different direction. And it's still ugly. Like, I had to say, this is the biggest scramble in Survivor history, so <laughs> tell me how it is, because I thought it was ugly. Well, I was just like, this, two words. what's happening? What's happening? Just two words, Chrissy. Hello, Kitty. <laughs> Hello. It's yeah, just like is, yeah, Kitty did lot. all the good work in Episode 7. She, she was fire, yeah. She did what Mark and V didn't do, which is bring... Rihanna and Sarah on I board. Agree. And then when they come with the truth, which is the biggest grenade that you can detonate in the game of Survivor, yep. she went right back to Mark, why? who was trying to blindside the middle-aged mafia. It was crazy to me that you can, like, on both sides, for both Kitty and Caroline, and then for the girls and as then well. Sarah. I only tell the truth, so if you want the truth, just ask me. <laughs> Genuinely, I, I haven't lied yet. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone tells the truth. Yeah. It just, like, it got better and better. If people back to you with information that is clearly, like, a verifiable leak, like, oh, we know that you're splitting on us, where else would they get that from? Or Mark comes back to the girls and is like, I know that you just went to Kitty with that information, and, and Brianna still doesn't know to believe it. But here's the thing as well. Once they know that there's a split, it shouldn't even matter if the middle-aged mafia are turning on them, right? Because mm. surely then you want to be anyway in a four. It just makes way more sense than being a five and six on the bottom of the titans. Mm -mm. Anyway, re regardless of whether they're turning on them or not. So once they know that they have that opportunity, you think you'd do that anyway. But look, mistakes were made in that mistakes episode were across right. the board. Are you, are you like, uh, <laughs> undertoning a little bit there, Shannon? Mistakes were I made. I don't know how more emphatic I can be I'd, about... I'd, I'd call that... <laughs> the biggest blunder in Australian Survivor history. That's literally my World of Survivor segment. That's, that's what it's called. Well, it's, it's a very timely, very timely World, yeah. of, world yeah. of Survivor segment. Yeah. Like, you, need to, you need to swing into that because I like it, but I do want to just reference, so Rhea and Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Rhea even voting for well, Mark. lights are on, but nobody's home. Alert, oh. alert, alert. Hey, Sarah Sorry. gets it eventually. After being banged on the head <laughs> with the fact that she's, well, she's she eventually, she's, she's like, like, she's like, I see it now, but you know who didn't? Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna never got there. Rhea was good with... Oh, am I even allowed to go here? Rhea was good with Curbs. When she had her mate there, I feel like she had a bit more... Well, Rhea was good with Curbs or Kirby was doing everything. <laughs> yeah. And Which Rihanna was holding on to Tia alive. It was like, more like this. It's like, you're Rhea, I'm Kirby. Rhea, this is what we're doing today. <laughs> OK, let me go tell everyone and then oh, vote wrong. Goodness me. <laughs> yeah, it was an unfortunate episode for Rihanna who so nearly voted herself accidentally out of the game. She's lucky She's lucky it was Sarah, but mm, there yeah. by the grace of the Survivor gods wasn't it her voting herself out of the game because she... And this is the thing, though. She trusted Kitty and Caroline nice. that much and that's that in the face of, play. at that point, yeah. all reason and verifiable information... Yep. And that's the thing is, like, that. this is what I feel is that often it'll look like Caroline and Kitty played this poorly, which they did. I would have gone in a different vote direction. I certainly would have cut Mark or... Well, at the point where cut clearly... Cut, I definitely, definitely cut agree Alex, with you on that. And Alex offers been, no value. I wouldn't yeah. have been as loyal to Mark. And once I saw... Like, it's true, once Chrissy. I, once I You're saw being so mean today. No, but think of it politically. Oh, no, so Caroline sorry and Kitty don't episode. need Alex. No, Mark doesn't need Alex. Eden doesn't need and Alex. And they've come back and said, Alex told us to split. So I'm not going to be as loyal to Mark. I'm not going to prioritise him over the girls. Yeah. I'm definitely going to cut Alex. Mm. And when all that information comes back to me, I'm going to believe it because it makes sense. And that's mm -hmm. the kind of players the girls are. They're super genuine in that. They're not going to really make up these duplicitous lies as much. I really don't think that that's that type of player. So that's what I would have done. But I will say, it's not luck that the middle-aged mafia get through this. No, I Eden agree changes with that. the split. That's luck. a good yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. brought in Jaden. That's great. Yeah. They got the girls to that level of loyalty that they didn't want to turn that this much. Yeah. All of this makes yeah. your own luck. All of that enshrines you in a great position so that chaos can happen 
and you could have a little a little wobbly that day, yeah. not be as good and, and still make it through. I think yeah. that happens in Survivor all the time where it looks like it's chaotic and it looks like you got through on chance, but actually the wheels have been there before that yeah. set you up better and, and you the, can withstand knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So the girls have a bit to learn, which makes this the perfect time to throw to you, Shen, with World of Survivor. <laughs> what do we got? All right, in World of Survivor, we are talking biggest blunders in Survivor history. Now, George, mm. you saw one firsthand where Kara iconically cooked it, mm -hmm. split <laughs> vote, she voted on the wrong person, mm -hmm. and Dany accidentally went home, which mm -hmm. is, to me, one of the funniest moments in Survivor. It was the same, it was a complete accident, mm -hmm. but this was more earned, I feel like. This was Rihanna this was having the loyalty. This was, this was more meaningful than Kara literally then just had the wrong yeah. name. This reminded me actually in Survivor Philippines, Penna as well got the wrong name and prevented a tie. Mm -hmm. And it was again, like a, it was a 5-4-1, so very similar vote permutation. But Chrissy, while we're talking blunders, I wanted to see, gauge your knowledge. That's pop quiz time. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a little story. Do yes. you, have you ever heard of the Black Widow Brigade? No. Oh, you're about to have your world change. <laughs> There was an <laughs> iconic alliance of all women taking out the men, Black Widow, incredible. Oh, that's a good but name, yeah. But last poor sweet man kept winning immunity, really was interrupting their plan. So what did they do? They convinced him to give up individual immunity. They got in his head that he had needed to prove himself. He gave individual immunity to Natalie. They went one by one by one, voted him straight out of the oh, game. <laughs> That was gonna happen. <laughs> Eric, he was an ice cream Eric. scooper, which is, mm. I don't really feel like how we still refer to that as a profession, like ice mm. cream Eric. scooper. Eric? Yeah, poor, what and country, what? This was US, season yeah, 16, fans story, versus huh? favorites. He'd been like a, he'd been a fan. And Jeff Probst famously said, that is what you call a life lesson. So oh. that's probably the biggest mistake in Survivor history that people say. I mean, I don't think Rihanna's, it's the worst Australian blunder. Is it? I think cars is it? still. It's worse I don't than cars. No, I don't agree. The difference I is in in terms of the dynamic on the tribe. Obviously, I was there, and Cara definitely cooked it. But <laughs> that benefited mine and Cara's game in the long term more not than not on purpose. Not on purpose, well, but sometimes that's life good. works in mysterious ways. Hey, Rihanna as well. She's still there. Who knows who can pick it up? Look. The fact that she could have voted herself out, I think that would have been funnier, but she doesn't stop it from it being her. <laughs> you know? I, I think <laughs> sweet Caroline should cross her fingers, pray to Macedonian Jesus and say, thank you so much for the miracle, because that no. miracle was Rihanna. Shan no, I think Caroline should thank herself for yep. having that relationship, and Kitty, for having that relationship with Rihanna that makes her, in the face of all reason, stick with the women over Mark, even though it doesn't make any logical sense. Like, it was bad. Mm. Where are we going to put it in Survivor... History, you know that one time someone gave up their idol to their enemy on Russell Hads, one of the biggest villains of all time. People have done a lot of bad things on Survivor, Chrissy. Mm. We're gonna have okay. to it's too long for talking tribal, but I like it. I, I like do it. think that we should it should almost be like its own show, Chrissy just like watching and learning. Chrissy yeah, watching and so learning and then she gets the follows <laughs> Chrissy watching and learning and then she gets the follows on Instagram later. Yeah, oh. Instagram live it. Oh. Anyway, content Here's ideas hoping. for you. <laughs> okay, well I give you an A plus for that lesson, Shan, but I think I'll still go with Kara's stuff up because people still talk about it today. Yeah. I don't know, old Eric the Ice Cream Man. Yeah, well, Eric the Ice Cream Man. <laughs> Actually, no, there was an ice cream guy in an Australian season. Harry the Ice so Cream is, Guy. See? Oh, yeah, it's true. Different. We've had a lot of ice cream men on Survivor. Well, there's a, two. There's a, a lesson. Two. If you're an ice cream scooper, apply for Australian Survivor. <laughs> two or three. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay, it's time for rate, guys. Please don't go away. I don't want to get in trouble for the ratings dropping on the week I host. We still need to talk about our king and queen at the moment, Kirby and Ferris. I feel like you two are going to go at this. 
And we need to crown some glory moves and mourn some sad, sad deaths in Georgie's Death or Glory. This week, the Titans are having a blast and loving themselves sick over there until they lose immunity. They tried so hard in this challenge, didn't they? That was a classic challenge, and it comes down to sheer grit and determination and spacing, and it was a and huge earthquake. And where you are, place. And And having Jaden. Oh, that's a bit unfortunate. That's one, that one's a bit unfortunate. Anyway, they lost, then this happened. Guys, it just does not make any sense for any of us to turn on each other this vote. If we could just all work together. <laughs> Guys, please. I love Kirby Vart. Please. I'm, I'm happy to I'm do it. Begging. I need confirmation from, from badass Kirby over here. <laughs> Kirby, can you please confirm? Kirby, I'm happy to put my gun down if you can put your gun down. We can just get a bunch of these. You had a bloody down. rifle, mate. Me? Yeah, you. If I had a rifle, you had a bazooka test. <laughs> like, no one's looking at me, darling. Guys, please. Can we just say yes? Yeah. Yes. I'm, I say I'm yes. I agree. <laughs> Oh, she's a queen. Oh, I'm doing that the next time George and I fight. I love George. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a bazooka too, remember? Yeah, we can do that. Look, Eileen says it doesn't make sense to turn. It actually makes mathematical sense for them to turn. I got out the Excel spreadsheet and, it, you know, they're incentivized mathematically in different prisoners' dilemmas to turn. The Titans are mathematically incentivized to vote against Ferris's group. It's an interesting 4-3-3 permutation where wow. both three should go against the four <laughs> so that they aren't four, three, three to out of the game. I can show you the math on this. It is correct. So there's, there's a logical incentive to turn. I also feel like Scorpion and the Frog, at this point, it is so far gone. The odds of them getting on the same page, like I know it happened that it seemed like Kirby was in and then Raymond obviously spills the no, beans to Kelly. But I think, I think Kirby was looking for any excuse. I don't know that they ever get to a vote together. I can't believe that in my bones. I was too focused on Eileen. <laughs> I feel like she didn't read the room. Like, no one was agreeing. No one was, was looking at it. was mathematically incorrect. Because no, that's why. I think Eileen actually had the correct plan. And very unfortunately for Eileen's master plan, really? Raymond happened. But it's not, it's not, not mathematically. It's not about maths. It, it's is, a, it actually is. This, it this comes time. down to politics. And when... You have two warring factions literally on the same tribe, the Ferris faction and the Kirby faction mm. together. The best thing to do is to cut a deal. Yeah, but they and never And that will. deal means They're you don't empower the minority because the real winner out of episode nine was Valeria because Valeria went from being highly vulnerable to yep. being the key yep. swing decision maker that sided with Kirby. So Kirby won through Valeria. But moving forward, moving into next week, you've given Valeria, Charles and Winner complete power on deciding what to do. Do you know how you stop that? Put your guns down, listen to Eileen and vote off one of the original They're titans. not putting guns down. I reckon Kirby's still got a big, big thought thing in her head about Eileen. She's, she's burned her and I, I feel like Kirby's just like, no. Oh. Well, not in on this. you say, how do you not empower the minority? You don't break last week pre-swap and that's what I criticised Kirby for. But I, I will say... I feel like the Titans got put into a good spot, obviously, where they get between these two warring factions. I would say yeah. that Kirby here is the big one. I'm so impressed, and I want to give her her credit because I've been hard on Kirby, but I'm yeah. hard on her because I believe in her. Chrissy, you understand. You're a teacher. Yes. You have those students yes. that you're like... when your students pick so, But you're so good. You're, you're going to be like the that best. with me for the world of <laughs> Exactly, because I believe in you. But that's what... With Kirby, yeah. I'm so impressed with her because I feel like people should not trust Kirby. She was... Laying crack well, from the yeah, first she vote. Little... She is a big-time game player. 
and f much more than Ferris. Like, Ferris actually has been more trustworthy across the board, but people freaking love her. You know what Kirby should do after this? I feel like new oh, career for Kirby. Go. Cult leader. Cult That's leader. how I feel. The social game, the way people want to work with her so bad. She's playing it's everyone. I don't, know the, I don't know what the payment would be like for, like, cult leader. I don't know if there's, like, a LinkedIn thing that people can find cult leader jobs, but I truly feel like while the champions, I think, made the right decision, yeah. they were put in a good swing spot. It's way too late. The crack has happened for this group. They're going to go against each other for the Rebels. And I truly feel like for Kirby to win that war, like, she wrote herself, you know, a check that I didn't know that she could cash, but she keeps cashing it. Like, she's a mm. baller, and yeah. I'm impressed by it, so... Chrissy, what Kirby is really good at is people management, and I don't think she should change from a real-life career job, which is being a professional women's sports coach. Kirby, do both. Kirby's she could probably doing all. do because both. I think she could probably Kirby find time knows, to also lead a cult. Kirby knows what makes people tick, I'll and that is one of the most invaluable skills in life, let alone in the game of Survivor. Yeah. And I think Valeria, this is just my perspective, I think Valeria sided with Kirby rather than Ferris, Mathematically. Not mathematically. It's because <laughs> of that human people management touch that Kirby did. She yeah. left Valeria to make her own decision in her own mind. Made her feel powerful. And I don't think Ferris was he too hands-on. He did it a bit as well. He also said, you guys, you know, he also was like, giving them a lot of autonomy, I thought, as well. I, I just think it's... I don't think Ferris did anything wrong in the yeah. way that he spoke to Valeria. I mean, we saw at the Tribal Council who kept whispering to her and, of course, Valeria's just going to tell Ferris what he wants to hear, but you didn't see Kirby whispering to her. And I think it was that real fine decision-making which saw Kirby take control of this tribe, but it's really empowered Valeria. Yeah, I just think that people connect so well to Kirby. They should bottle whatever Kirby has. The people are falling over themselves to work yeah. with her, even though she's shown that she will turn on people like anything the way she's turned on her Ferris. Her social but... game's unbelievable mm. because even Val said she's calm, she likes her they personality, they connect on connected on morals and values. And like... maths probably. Was and then happy. she comes out and is killing it in this challenge that we just saw. Poor old Garrick's holding one, Kirby's got like <laughs> three or four of them, you know. Because he's yeah. beyond middle and, age, and she, So she's physical, she's Charles was good there social. too, I have to, I have to say. He Charles? Was, Charles was, yeah, Charles. And he was holding up the barrel. Who's Charles? Who got? Charles is the guy with the glasses and the black hair. <gasps> the the so lawyer. Sad. And he, wow. he was holding it up. With the glasses? He's yeah. one of the three, <laughs> the oh. three titans. Don't, You're Charles. me into oh, my nerd. wow. Well, anyway, you said that the, the titans were put in the best position, so that includes Charles and Winner and Val. So we're all so, agreeing here. And this that, is no, why you don't empower the minority. No, you put are. the guns down, you listen to Eileen. Who stays in control? The Ferris faction? No one listened to Eileen. No one does that. Faction. I disagree. No. Listen to George, Eileen. George, no, it's, it's, a no one it's a prisoner's dilemma. It's a prisoner's dilemma where they're both incentivized to betray. Yes, 100%. You don't empower the minority. You know how you don't do it? Last week. Last week. I'm t the, Kirby the bazooka. did that. Hold your bazooka. Kirby did that last week. Should I week. fire at you? Kirby, Hold your I'm just saying, Trust Kirby me. did it last, and now it's too far gone. This week, at this point, Ferris has to come first, but she has to come back. It's a scorpion in the front. It's okay. a scorpion, and she doesn't understand that. I'm just saying it's last just, week. If we both hold a bazooka at each other, do you know how we both win? I know, but it's a lot, and Fire I'm switching it at off. Chrissy. I just Fire feel like this is a perfect time. Someone just give Kirby the 500,000. Let's wrap this up. What are we, 166k each? I'm fine to let this go. Let no, wait, go. I didn't Get agree to that. No. Oh, my God. It's time for glory or death. Glory or death. Glory! 
this was, this was a good week. It was a good week. I was devastated to lose V. I think yeah. V had so much potential. Was she was playing same. such a good game. You loved V. You had she her as your winner pick. I had a mad crush on her and that body. I think a very... <laughs> what a loss. Oh, God, I nearly knocked over the table. That's George. how much... Maybe I should stop eating lollies. A very sad death to Queen V. Oh, bye, V. <laughs> Why not for your little JPEG? We also lost Sarah. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're being naughty today. Hey, and then, she's oh, a first responder. Fire great fire. wardrobe. Sometimes great you've got to stick to your day job. <laughs> well, she should. She's helping people. We do. We've got Order. an emergency service, service crisis in New South Wales. <laughs> and can I just say Garrick? I know. Garrick. You know what? Can I just he say? He sniffed it out like a bloodhound. No, yeah. This Garrick. was, I felt, the first unearned loss of the season. Yeah, I'm Where, like, for everyone that. else, you're like, mistakes were made. Mm. But for Garrick... Man, that man could really smell he, a rat. I think he, he how did he, he knew what rats smelled like. Like, no, he really. Garrick made it personal. I think you taught me this. As soon as you make it personal, it's predictable. I, just, I don't Garrick know. Garrick had only eyes for Kirby. and Which was a problem for him. I disagree. Too much. Was, I disagree because I think that's that, all he spoke about. True, but it's, it's, it's personal, but it's meaningful. He had eyes for her because she'd been coming for them the whole time. And, like, that's very material. I think that, well, they didn't win the numbers. And I thought for him, Maybe like a little bit of how he goes to the Titans and he's like, oh, Eileen's kind of flaking and Eileen's on his side. But there's not a lot there. Do you know what would have saved Garrick? Listen to Eileen when she said play the oh, bloody idol for him. Right. He agreed, but that was fair. <laughs> Garrick, you didn't do anything ah, wrong, buddy. But... Keep catching those crims. He was Bushka. <gasps> Guy that kills the crims. That was tough. <laughs> it makes you the bad guy. I feel... The rebel loss prevention officer. I mean, I feel like he, he lost... Ferris lost the war and Garrick lost for that. I don't think you can put a lot on Garrick. And oh, he knew good. to play that idol, so mm. it's unfortunate that that did not happen. But I don't know how much we can blame Garrick for that. Well, Chrissy, can you please cut to a break? Because no, my knees are glory. starting to hurt. No, you, like, haven't had, you haven't had glory. Oh, we haven't had glory. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, who's our glorious players? I think in terms of the new Rebels tribe, it's a very Two? clear, obvious winner for me this week. And it's sweet godmother Caroline. Yes, She had I'm a great week. Well, did it. she have a great week? I think she had a great yes, week. She's absolutely a, vicious. I'm frothing no, 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 sweet no, no, Caroline. No, I, I, she had a great episode seven, and that sustained through the pitfalls of episode eight. Mm. But I agree with and how well that was managed by her and taking the shot. She gets through Correct. episode eight, even though much to disagree on in episode eight, but I thought episode seven was seven incredible was so good, enough. We'll exactly. Give her for eight. Okay. And, yeah, and it, it Who's in charge of the tribe? No, yeah, exactly. And I'm not disagreeing with you for one. I'm just saying. Crown her, crown Glorious Caroline, where are you? Now, never, ever am I going to say a bad word about Sweet Caroline because I want to sleep at night. <laughs> She's <laughs> out there. I don't She's know where you were going with that. I think um, a bit tougher on... No, it's not. ...the Titans trying. What? A bit tougher? A bit tougher. Why do we have so many crowns? Well, in case lots of people have good weeks. Okay. We can do more what? than one. We're not I think it's between no, two for me. I no, think it's, it's between Valeria, who's put herself in a power position and played food politics and just general social game really well. You're you're well. to the she did well from a good spot. And Kirby, who won the war against Kirby Ferris, won the war. How are we even having this discussion? Because Kirby's because just Valeria being good all the time. Win. Val made her win. I reckon no. Val made. I, I agree. That. I no, guess. I yes. Val. Val. Are we, are, we putting it, are we putting it to a vote? Hands no, up for no, Val. No, no, Three, two, one. No, Val. No, Val. No, Val. Sexy Glory for you. Oh, she's coming in. She's coming in. Well done, Kirby. Okay. Glory of the week. Glory for you. Here's our interview with Viola. V, welcome to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal. I'm so upset to be speaking to you. You were my pre-season winner pick, but 
I think it was a great pick. I think I was a little early. You'll come back one day and you'll win. And I'll feel like I was just like that prophetic. Yeah. Return of the V. Let's do it. Return of the V. Yes. No, I'm, I'm so happy I was able to be your um, winner pick. I think when I found out a lot of people had me as the winner pick, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be so heartbreaking when you find out. But it's been phenomenal seeing all the super fans be so supportive. I did not expect that. And I'm so blessed and so happy to um, have made the impact that I did. Yeah, you have so many fans. I know that people are devastated to see you go. Firstly, how are you doing after everything, you know, having the experience coming back and watching it all play out now? Oh, yeah. So so when I got out, I felt like I was ejected from my entire experience, right? Because I have no idea what's going on. I'm thinking, oh, my Lord, Mark, Val, I hope they're okay. I don't know what's happening. So now looking back and seeing how strong the lines between us three was, especially me and Val, I am so proud of the way that I played. And I'm so proud of the fact that I got out due to a blindside. You know, I didn't get out because I was, I was obvious, though it's more so it's like they knew that to get me when I least suspected it. So now watching her back, I think this is a phenomenal season and I'm so proud to be part of it. And I'm really, really keen to see how Val, Val and uh, Mark play their cards after this. Yeah, what was it about Val? Because the Vs were so instantly iconic, everyone loving that alliance. What drew you to each other? I can literally name the exact moment. So we're all in a circle, minding our business, talking about, you know, stuff we've done. And then out of nowhere, Val says the most Russian thing ever, starts talking about how she wrestled a freaking wolf to save her dog when she was younger. And in that moment, I was like, that one. <laughs> Give me two of those, please. No, I think, I think with Val, what I realized so early on is like, you know, face value, gorgeous model, very easy to underestimate her. But the more you get to know her, the more her character speaks to who she is. And I feel like in the game of Survivor, character is what you can trust. So I knew straight away, okay, this girl has something that's going to transcend, transcend the game and I want to be part of it. What about Mark? Because we saw that was such a close relationship as well. What, what drew you to him? Well, when we were in the circle and everyone was saying what they did, we had a lawyer, we had an AFL manager, we had a hair salon owner. The moment, said, the moment Mark said he was a diplomat, straight away, my Survivor ears were like ringing. I was like, does anybody realize that is the most scary career in a game like this so i knew straight away that i could not be against mark i had to be with him because he was going to be such a phenomenal player and now watching the game play out not only is he phenomenal but he was very loyal to myself and val so to have someone like him in a very trusted alliance oh one of the best moves i could have made who else did you feel particularly close to on either of your tribes besides val and mark Yes, they didn't show it, but me and Winner got along really, really well. I think Winner and Jaden are hilarious, but I found me and Winner, we got along on a lot of things that they don't really show on the show. And I think I'm watching it and I'm like, I swear, Winner is so much smarter than they make him appear. <laughs> He's a bit of a dark horse, but me and him got along really, really well. And I think if I had lasted longer in the game, I think definitely the alliance between myself and him definitely would have came to fruition. What was the divide with Caroline? Because it seems like you kind of start on the same page and there's this alliance that takes out at least the first couple of boots and then it seems to all go downhill leading to your eventual blindside. What went so wrong there? So, like, much love to Caroline because she played a phenomenal game. I have nothing but respect. But you have to understand when you're in a game like Survivor where you're already on an island with 11 strangers, the last thing you need is someone that's always on your business. So I... At one point, could have seen myself working in a much larger alliance with the Middle Age Mafia, Mark, and the two Vs. But the moment Caroline started to get suspicious and make it very evident, not allowing me and my wife to have space, not allowing <laughs> us to talk, not allowing us to just walk around and breathe. At that point, I was like, you know what? Just game aside, you got to go. You got to go because I need to breathe and you are choking me right now. 
So I think from a strategic standpoint, she had to go because I definitely identified her as having a lot of strategic gameplay. But at the same time, she was just in my business. <laughs> and in the words of Val, I just want to live my life. We saw you and Val and Mark discuss taking Caroline out at a point, taking that hit on the middle-aged mafia, you said the senior citizens, pre-swap and post-swap. So looking back at it now, when do you think would have been the perfect time to do that? When I got out. I think, I don't, I don't know if they show it, but when I was, but before I got voted out, I already had a feeling. I was like, you know what, if they were ever to make a move on me, I feel like now is the time. But I was in such a unique position where as much as I trusted Mark, he still had ties within the middle-aged mafia where if he really wanted to, he could take me out. So I knew that it was one of those decisions that I could not make without Mark because I just didn't have the game, the, the power to do so in the position I was. So I had a feeling, so I spoke to Mark about it. He was like, no, 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 let's wait, let's wait, let's wait. And I didn't feel as though I could do it without him. So I'm like, you know what, cool, fine, let's wait. So when I heard my name, I was like, I knew it, I knew it. And I think in the, in the, the uniqueness of a tribe swap is that you have such new dynamic that if any time is the time to make a move, it's then. And I think Caroline caught on and she made the move. So kudos to her. I think in future, I will not be making the same mistake. What would you say was your favorite part of the experience? Those challenges were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. I think I will, I think it's very rare that you'll find yourself in a position where you, you know, day after day, wake up and you see this elaborate challenge where you get to really push yourself to the max day after day after day. And I think the challenges was one of my favorite parts. And I think especially the bonds I built, I think especially with Val, I built, built a very genuine friendship that I think transcends the game. And I think now watching how quick everyone is to turn on each other. I was like, whoa, I really found a gem. <laughs> I really found a gem. So definitely the challenges and the bonds for me. Yeah, well, you mentioned the challenges. Obviously, you are a power lifter, which is so impressive. Do you feel like that helped you a lot in the game? Well, I only mentioned like 58 times. <laughs> I think power lifting helped me from a strength standpoint, but I think the reality of the games is it's not just strength. As you can see, the Titans, we lost game after game after game. And it became very evident that strategy more so and how you choose to use your players, I think. I think that is more, a lot more important than strength. And I think I definitely used my strength, but I didn't rely on some of my other skills. Like I'm very mobile, I'm very flexible, I have decent endurance. And I didn't think I relied on those as much as I did the strength. So I think uh, that's something to definitely, a point of improvement for myself. Oh, actually, just to add to that. So like, I learned how to swim just to be on the show, right? But I was too embarrassed to actually swim because I'm like, I don't want the whole of Australia to watch me thrash around in my pathetic swimming attempt. So I think in future, screw what everyone thinks, I'm going to try my best to swim in the challenges. That's a big one. Yeah, well, I'll be excited to see it on that second run. What do you feel like you learned from the experience mostly? There's a lot of good lessons here, but what's your like main takeaway? Yeah, so I learned a lot about the reality of people when you push them against the wall. I understand now that the conditions of Survivor, they put you in a state that you are yourself, but at the same time, you're also not yourself. And you can, you know, act rationally, you can act irrationally. But I think as the game progresses, you really see people's true colors come out. And I think, don't be naive if you go into the game. That's what I've learned. At the same time, be very, very observant. A lot of the times people have a lot of cues that give themselves away. And they have a lot of predictable sort of patterns and behaviors. And I think from now on, it's really given me the confidence to back myself when I identify them and be sure that, okay, I'm not crazy. That person said that, which indicates this. So definitely be a lot more confident in my people skills and act on it. What moment from the Titans beach did we miss that we should really know about? I feel like it was just a very entertaining group of people. Is there any really funny story that you have for us that somehow didn't make the air? Charles. 
<laughs> Charles. So we end up winning the fishing gear, okay? We are starving at this point. So we are trying to get any food that we can get. So we were like, you know what? Cool, let's go fish. So we try day in, day out to fish. And then we have vegetarian Charles over here, who's, <laughs> I will not forgive him for this. He is deliberately feeding us false information on where to fish and how to fish so that we don't actually catch fish. So this, this entire time we're thinking, oh yeah, Charles is the fishing guy. He's giving us false information. He was misleading us the entire time. So we were starving. I lost my ass because of him. <laughs> I will never forgive Charles for that, but I understand. You have your morals, but I also have my hunger. And I'm like, damn, Charles. Did no one know that on the island? You only found that out after that he was sabotaging? Yeah. So some of the boys were like, man, Charles's, Charles's advice sounds a little bit whack. But for the most part, most of us didn't really have much survival skills out there. So we're like, okay, cool. Charles has been fishing before. He knows. He, like, it's Charles. He's, he's nice. He would never betray us because you don't think about these things. And then when I got off the show, he ends up telling us, hey, by the way, guys, I was lying to you all. I was like, you little... Well, as a vegetarian myself, I have to say that I kind of love it. So that's, that's amazing. Did you have any plans, you know, for the future, if you'd made it through that, hopefully coming for Caroline at a point winning that war, where did you see your game kind of going in the short to medium term after that? 100%. So I understood I was in a sticky situation, being like my closest alliance or my closest ally was Mark in that situation. So I think with a bit more time, I would have definitely utilized the fact that Mark has an idol to my, to my advantage. I think the rebels, I think Caroline and the middle Age Mafia, they did really well in identifying that these are three players that can be used. So I think I would have tried my best to strengthen my relationship with them and potentially, you know, worked with Mark to hopefully use the idol to find a way to blindside the middle Age Mafia and take, take them out one by one. But I think uh, what happened was Mark was in such a fragile and unique position where they were, you know, catching on to him, but not fully yet. So he was able to still play the double agent. So I think the timing of breaking that status was super, super important. So I think in future, definitely I'll be a lot more long-term in the way that I view things and definitely a lot more ruthless in the way that I make my uh, decisions. You, I think, were the youngest person on this cast and it's such an age-based cast where there's age-based alliances even. Yeah. How do you feel like that affected your time in the game? That's why I called them the senior citizens because I was mad. I was like, you know what? I could have actually worked with you because I don't have a mortgage because like, <laughs> like I have kids. Now I can't be part of this. Like what the hell? We can still get along. But I think it became very clear that they had a very strong relationship in the middle Age mafia that was built on experiences that I could not tap into. And I think definitely that it definitely jarred me a bit because I was thinking, yeah, I'm young. I'm a baby. But at the same time, I can be very useful. So I think once it became clear that it was like a, middle age mafia we get along you're not in it I was like I was like okay cool game on well I've been putting it on you that you're gonna come back and win and make good on my really well-picked winner pick I feel but the real question is do you want to play again is this something you actually want to do Shannon I have unfinished business okay I have unfinished business and I think I think I'm very proud of the game that I played, but at the same time, I'm very aware now of the game that I could have played, of the moves I could have made. I'm very aware of how people are in Survivor, and I'm very aware of how important it is to sometimes take the risk at the right time. So I think given that, it's given me the utmost advantage that if I was to come back, I will definitely put the V in Vendetta. That's for sure. Well, I love it. I know that the fans feel the same way. They'd love to see you again. Hopefully we get the chance to do it. Thank you so much for coming on to Talking Tribal and I wish you luck for that definite next run. Yes, I hope to see you again, Shannon. It's not the end for us.
That's it for this week. Titans v Rebels continues Sunday night on 10 and we'll be back next week with more exclusive Titans vs Rebels content, stuff you'll only hear here on the Australian Survivor Talking Tribal podcast. See you next week. Love. See, Shannon, if we aim our bazookas at Chrissy, <laughs> team up against us. then we're we not taking this chair. Oh, yeah. Then when you are looking at her, I'm going to go for you. No way. And you won't know, but I will do it for you. I'm going to do it for myself. Thanks for listening to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal, a Network 10 podcast. 